Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, F.P. Santalangelo Jr., Russell Jackman, and hopefully Vern Glenn will join us later on. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question, and uh, today's theme is NFL firsts. So we'll see. So, in other words, we're talking about uh, about guys with leather helmets. No, 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 no. No, no shoulder not that, pads. And... Not that kind of first. No, it'll just it'll be guys who uh, did uh, certain things in the NFL. Uh, New Rockney and 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 so forth. And, and, and Jim Thorpe and uh, yeah, Fred Chappellfinger. That's right. And Bronco Nagurski. No, no, we're not going back that far. Don't don't worry. You guys, you guys will have heard of uh, all of these uh, uh, players. All right. And when we come back, we're going to talk uh, Aaron Rodgers. Kind of interesting with uh, the, uh, with that situation. Um. um little Odell Beckham. Uh, unfortunately, of course, we have to talk a little bit about Henry Ruggs. A uh, little bit about Steph Curry. I also want to bring up, uh, again, this is if we have time for all this stuff, uh, NFL refs uh, being a little bit too quick to blow the uh, penalties, I think. And, you know, that was crazy with the uh, helmet to helmet uh, against the, the Bengals, I think it was, right, with the Jets a couple of weeks ago. It's like, they got to review these calls. And, and well, and then a lot of people are furious about last night's call against the Bears. Exactly. And that's what's one of the things I wanted to uh, go over also. And then uh, we also have potentially the uh, Ben Salmon saga continuing. All right. At, uh, every time we ask a trivia question, we want uh, the audience to email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer. And we'll see if you uh, know, know it. And this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments currently yielding over 7% secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right, stay with us. You are listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We are going to be right back. Restaurant has been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. 
Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there is no surprise that it's been voted best overall restaurant in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio has been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays, reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. That's paliosf.com, P-A-L-I-O-S-F.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Live life at the Mount View Hotel in Calistoga with poolside wine and music every afternoon at their vino and vinyl bar. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, enjoy dinner and a movie in their new outdoor theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel, a small boutique hotel where there's never large crowds, just beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years, MountViewHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman. Uh, Vern hasn't shown up yet, but eh, maybe he will. All right, uh, let's start off with uh, who wants Odell Beckham? Now, by the time the show airs, he'll probably have been picked up, but go ahead, Russ. Mrs. Odell Beckham? I mean, other than that, I'm not quite sure who else really wants Odell. I mean, he's really showing himself to be the modern-day Randy Moss, you know? All the talent in the world, and nobody wants to have him on their team. Or, or uh, who was the other one? Uh, Terrell Owens, who, who yeah, was drama coming on it. Yeah, because that's yeah, the thing. Although, he had, he, you know, he to, was, to be fair to, to Terrell Owens, he stayed on the 49ers at least for like six or seven seasons. Yeah, that, well, that's true. So, okay, let's look at Odem, Odell. He he was awesome when he was with the Giants. Obviously, the famous catch, you know, the fingertip catch, and then he gets. Did he get hurt and then go to Cleveland or did he go to Cleveland and get hurt? I think he went to Cleveland, got hurt. Gotcha. Okay. So he goes to Cleveland. Um, 
doesn't really do too much, but gets hurt. And then it was an ACL, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you, know, you got to think these guys coming back from an ACL. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I can see them being definitely kind of gun shy. That's a pretty long-term, you know, painful rehab. Or um, shy and Odell Beckham don't belong in the same yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he definitely lost a step, don't you think? Well, if you look at him this season, he's got 17 receptions and 232 yards. He's averaging 13.2 uh, yards per carry or reception. Sure. But if you look at the targets, he had 34 targets and he only caught 17 of those. So that, to me, is more of a chemistry thing, maybe between Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. But if you just look anywhere he's gone so far in his career – just really hasn't panned out. And I don't know if this is so much of a Baker Mayfield thing as it is an Odell Beckham Jr. thing. Of course, the thing that went viral was the video of Odell's dad posting all these wide open plays of Odell running these routes wide open and Baker essentially just looking him off. So Mm. there was something there. I think there's two sides to every story, but whoever has Odell by now, because I think he's going to get claimed in about an hour from this uh, podcast being recorded. Hopefully they're going to be happy with him. And I think they're going to actually use him a lot, whichever team gets him right now. And you're going to see some uh, Odell highlights and everyone in Cleveland's going to be like, why didn't this happen? Well, maybe it just wasn't a good fit. And that happens a lot in sports. Yeah. But don't you think like with, with Baker Mayfield, you know, especially being a quarterback, don't you think he want, especially playing for Cleveland too, don't you think he's more interested in winning than it is? Well, no, I'm not going to throw to him because I don't like him. I mean, that's, you know, junior high stuff. <laughs> well, uh, there's big egos. Everybody in that room is an alpha. That's how it is at any single professional level, the NHL, MLB, NFL, you name it, they're alphas in that room and they got big egos. And maybe Odell said something that kind of made Baker Mayfield, or maybe he just bring carries himself a certain way that kind of rubs Baker Mayfield the wrong way. Maybe he thinks he's fake. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it that we don't know. This is all speculative, but we know that their relationship's not good. We know that. So something must've happened in, these relationships are extremely fragile and we've seen and it throughout as, baseball. As my history professor used to say to me, you know, Russ, consider the source. And, <laughs> you know, when you see the fact that Odell didn't get along with the giants, he didn't get along in Cleveland, you know, after a little while you start thinking, you know, it's not necessarily all the other team's fault. No. There's gotta be something sure. about it with the way he conducts himself. Otherwise, he wouldn't keep be bouncing from team to team. Absolutely. And obviously, you know, if it's if a situation's bad all the time, look at yourself, look inward, and you're probably the reason for it. So that's absolutely a possibility. But we're going to see some Odell highlights this season. Trust me. They're going to use them a lot. It won't be for the 49ers. The 49ers already said, despite all the injuries and all the fact that, you know, yeah. that they have – lack of depth the wide receiver they still said they don't want Odell so that says something in both both sides well I mean they got George Kittle Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel they're pretty good with the receiver court now yep. they just got do they play. really have Brandon Ayuk I mean they didn't play him for you know oh yeah he did really season. well last game he had a fumble and then he got he hurt again time. but he got he got hurt on the sidelines who knows if he'll play against no, the Rams good. he's he's okay he's gonna play you know I think if I were Baker Mayfield I would have throwing the ball to Odell at least once extra and then say, look, see, I threw it to you. Now shut up and let's play ball, you know? Um, Yeah, because I I think, you know, a lot of teams have to really consider what happens in the locker room and the chemistry between the players. It's not just, oh, we've got a superstar, you know, potential, uh, which he's not 
quite the same uh, again as he was uh, when he was with the Giants. How old is he now, Odell? Odell, I think he's thirty. Okay, all right. Well, let me yeah, double check that real quick. We've got a couple of good years left in him. Um, tell you what, let's move on a little bit here. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yes. So okay, the story, if I remember correctly, is because it's been a little while now. So he he said he was vaccinated, but it turned out he wasn't. Was that well? He he well, yeah he he faked it. He, faked he said it. he was immunized, meaning that he already had COVID. He said that he built up the antibodies. Plus, he took some hoochie coochie crazy uh, 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 homeopathic <laughs> okay. yeah deal and and declared himself um, uh, uh, safe from COVID. And of course, then he came down with with it a second time. And uh, uh, I can say this. I have never in my lifetime seen a guy go from being where he was when he won the MVP from last season to where he is now as quickly as Aaron Rodgers has. He's well, gone. He's, from- still, he's still a really good football player. Let's not forget yeah, that. Just because he, he, he tried to mislead some people so that way he can do things his own way, as you know, every quarterback does within their organization, doesn't mean he's not good. He's still he's still an MVP caliber player. He met, misled a lot of people, and it's very unfortunate this route he's going down because he's he's really just misleading the public too with a lot of misinformation. And he's using words like witch hunt and cancel culture and things that really don't apply to him. Exactly. But look at where he was right after he won the MVP. For the first first he did Jeopardy and everybody hated him. Second, he then, you know, went around and said he wanted to be traded and, yeah, yeah. and that, you know, he was going to hold out. Then, you know, the, the league bends over backwards and so do the Green Bay Packers to let him lie to the public, let him sit through press conferences without a mask. Now, there's one thing about, you know, getting in there and playing when you aren't vaccinated, but it's another thing to hold press conferences Without a mask, there's absolutely no reason that he should have been able to yeah, do but, that. But there are still people who are getting vaccinated and getting COVID. It's not like it, right. It's so wear a mask. Yeah, so, yeah. So I mean, when, and that's a, that's a different thing than than the when idea you're in a room full of people. You see, here's the problem that I really have is that he may have infected dozens of people that wind up infecting hundreds, if not thousands, of people throughout his press conferences. But don't we'll you never think, know. Yeah, but uh, even people who get vaccinated get COVID, so they can they can infect people. What are you saying? Right. So the last thing infect- you want to do is being hang out in a room with somebody who doesn't get vaccinated and won't wear a mask. That's the last thing that that. Well, yeah, uh, it's easier to, uh, it's easier to spread. But I, what I was interested about this, though, is that State Farm, even though they didn't agree with his remarks and all that about vaccination, they're still standing by him. You know, it's interesting because a lot of these companies, when this no, I heard that they're happens, using they, they Pat Mahomes right away. I heard they're using Pat Mahomes in every spot where they were going to have Aaron Rodgers. They've uh-huh. replaced him with Pat Mahomes, probably just for right now. But I guarantee you, as the NFL clockwork goes, these things get buried under the rug. Yeah. The NFL has a lot of power, and they're going to make sure their golden boy, who has a golden ticket, by the way, that is a very real thing in sports. It happens in the NBA happens in major league baseball you can actually probably point out these players they get the golden ticket which means they can do whatever they want well it's interesting because i mean everybody loves mahomes i mean you know, I, I say that kind of a generalization everybody loves mahomes and he does great in those commercials it's just really kind of cute hey guys we're going to go to our first commercial break here we're talking nfl firsts all right who the nice and simple question here are you ready for this russ 
who was the first quarterback to throw for 5,000 yards in a season? Pretty simple question, right? No, no, it's not a trick question or anything like that because Russ always wonders, being in the attorney that he is, hey, is there a trick behind this question? No, it's Usually just a normal is. question. Who was the first quarterback to throw for 5,000 yards in a season? And I'll give you a hint. It happened after 1940. Okay. Good. <laughs> he always hates when they give him all these uh, old history stuff. Yes. And, uh, listen, FP's younger than both of us, so uh, we'll see if he knows this one. All right. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101 is going to be right back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo! I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa! That's ridiculous! Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman. Still no burn yet. We're going to really jump in later on. Okay, here's our first trivia question. Who was the first quarterback to throw for 5,000 yards in a season? I'm going to guess Dan Marino. That is correct. Oh, that was my guess. That was your guess. Okay, I knew FP. Got to move quick there, FP. Yeah. I was going to say Tom Brady as a joke, but I knew his name. (laughs) No, he's the first one to throw for 75,000 yards in a season. But but I'm going to say this. Dan Marino is slowly fading into obscurity because of how, you know, 5,000 yards doesn't mean so much. Well, also, he never won the big one. You know, yeah, he only got. I think he only got into one Super Bowl yep. against Joe Montana. His his misfortune to have to play Joe Montana. Yeah. And, well, now know. guys, with 17 games now on the NFL schedule, you're going to see a lot of these records get eclipsed, and it's yes. relevant. It's it's kind of sad, and that's why a lot of players didn't want a 17 game schedule because it really throws off the record book. And that's something that, that you think. Oh, that, was that the reason, or they just you know 17 games? Is, you know, that's, I mean, they get hurt. You know, it, it gets sore every that week. Too. That too, <laughs> but, but they get paid. Record book. Everyone's on pace to break every record available because the extra game. Well, look what but happened when they they get paid for a you know a, a an actual game instead of a preseason game, which you know a lot of these guys don't bother to play. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but they, they just they just spread money. out your salary amongst the the various games. But you know, in fact, the year, if I remember correctly, the year that they changed the baseball from 154 games to 162 was the same year that Roger Maris broke uh, Babe Ruth's record. Ooh. Yeah, 61. 61 the asterisk. 61. Yeah. yeah, well, that's Hence what they the said. Asterisk. Asterisk. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, it's a tough one, but we got to talk a little bit about Henry Ruggs. And who's the other guy? Dante Al... Who's the other Raider who got... Uh, oh, yeah. That was an old situation. Al- yeah. So, Austin or... Austin, something like that. Yeah, so... Uh, Man, I, I'm not, so I'm looking at Henry Ruggs' situation and going, you know, what can people, what can teams do or mentors, whoever, uh, to talk to these guys ahead of time to uh, get them to stop with this kind of behavior? Because you know, you make can- them buy buy used Yugos. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you, they won't get 156 miles per hour out of a used Yugo. I don't but, know if you know what a. Yeah, so I can speak on this. So what, what they do in college and Henry Ruggs came from the University of Alabama. They sit you down and they put you in a classroom, tell you how you should go about your life on social media and outside and how you should how you should carry yourself. Don't drink and drive all these things. Right. Okay. In the NFL, once you go to a new team, somebody sits down with you, tells you not to drink and drive, do all these things correctly. Don't, don't post this on social media. Don't do that. Make sure people aren't trying to come after your money. Be smart with this. Be smart with that. In the NFL, they even tell you we have a no questions asked ride service that we've dealt, that we've made contracts with, with Uber, Lyft, all these different companies, and we will not use that information against you. So if you're doing something like oh. you're you're not supposed to be doing like being out till three in the morning at a club yeah. or being at some girl's house. You're not supposed to be at while you have a wife. We will not disclose that information to anybody. And still this happened with Henry Ruggs. So this is not so much of an NFL problem, gotcha. a Henry Ruggs problem. Good point. Um, you know, and also you got to figure uh, a lot of times, you know, the, how they grow up with their parents, you know, you need to, uh, uh, in fact, our guest next week will be Michael Bulware, 
um, I met him in a, at a business meeting and he just seems like the sweetest, nicest guy and, you know, came from a strong two parent home and, you know, they, they raised him well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's like, I guess, like Steph Curry seems to have been raised in a, in a, a good home. You, you just don't, you just don't hear any nope. bad things about him, you know? Um, and, and so I don't know, I don't know much, I don't know anything about Henry Ruggs' home life. Did he come from uh, tough, tough beginnings? I'm unsure about that, but I think there was something in his past where it's either his brother or his best friend got in a drunk driving accident as well and, and had some damage to their car or, or got a DUI or something like that. So it's, it's, it's you guys, well, you guys remember Kevin Mitchell uh, for the Giants and then I think it was with the Mets also. And he grew up in apparently uh, in San Diego, which is, you don't think much of, about that, but he grew up in, in a bad neighborhood. And yep. yet, you know, and, and he kind of still kind of kept in touch with a lot of those guys and they'd say you know bad see bad morals corrupt good ones good ones don't get the bad ones to change that seems to always yeah but you, you look at guys though like um the running back for the seahawks uh marshawn lynch right yeah. who comes yeah. from Oakland, really rough area in oakland and he's yeah. still just a solid guy does everything right tries to give it back to the community so i that excuse is kind of like i don't know it's it's kind of uh it's kind of out the window for me. Oh, yeah. You know, you're right. 56 miles per hour. 156. Yep. I had a Corvette, and I can only go up to 146. So I don't know how they got that. No, I did have a Corvette, but I never took it that fast. I think I, think I went 95 one time, but I didn't do it in a residential neighborhood. I did it on, you know, some stretch where, you know, it was kind of yeah, nobody okay around. to go, okay to do that. Um, I'm just, I'm just concerned that, you know, if he only gets like maybe a four year prison sentence, that when he gets sure. out, that another team is going to likely say, you know what, we'll give you another chance. And uh, I don't think he's going to get so. one. I don't think so. Cause he, he denied that he was drinking. He refused all the, the tests. He, he denied he was doing all this stuff. Like if you look at the, the actual report, it is very, very, very heartbreaking. Like it is, it is but we've seen people who have done vehicular manslaughter get um, uh, 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 another, another chance. chance in the NFL. Well, There's precedent for it. Yeah, TMZ had a, a short clip, uh, and I don't know where they got it from, but apparently when the police came uh, and Ruggs and his girlfriend were, on, were kind of sitting on a curb, you know, obviously they're shaken up and they're injured somehow. In the background, you can see the other car is on fire. And apparently, I couldn't hear it, but apparently, you know, the, the poor woman is screaming. And yeah, with their daughter. And Ruck's girlfriend is kind of more concerned about, hey, get over here. We need help. And it's like, yeah, that's a, that's a shock thing, too. I yeah. Mean, yeah. That's true. That, that's true. I mean, it's kind of hard to, to think about anything else when you've been, I mean, if you're 156 miles an hour, you hit something. I mean, you're going to be, there's going to be some kind of injury on that. Yeah. Uh, changing over here to well, actually, let's let's stay one more time with um, with the NFL. Uh, so the NFL refs uh, wouldn't it be great if they weren't so quick to uh, do the whistles and the penalties. You know, I'm thinking about uh, the, the the Monday Night Football. Um, I, last name I think is Marsh, right? He got called for taunting when a, when he barely took two steps towards uh, Pittsburgh's. Um, you know, sideline, you know, these guys, and, and also, you know, these roughing the passer calls where I know they want to protect the, the quarterback, but they just, they're so quick to throw these flags. And it's like, you know, there were, who was the one who was going out of bounds and he barely just even touched them. 
and they just threw the flag. I mean, you think that you could think for just an extra couple of seconds ago, should I throw my flag here? Because you're not going to stop the play by it, right? Well, Edward, I don't they're, know about you, but I turn into the NFL every Sunday to watch the referees. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> and, and, and for the referees, you know, if they take a couple seconds, what happens is that, you know, a couple seconds here and a couple seconds there, every play, suddenly the game is an hour longer because, yeah. you know, you have and then people start yelling at the refs and saying, why is it taking you so long to figure out what the call is on this? And and, you know, the refs already have people breathing down their necks and they have instant replay to second guess every one of their calls, uh, being a ref is something I would not want to be in professional sure. football. So I got a couple of stats for you guys. Okay. Last season, per game, there's an average of 5.6 penalties. So 5.6 penalties per game in 2020. That's not bad. This season, 6.3. It's almost up an entire penalty per game, and that's because of taunting. That's the taunting penalty. We're seeing it called all the time now. It's ridiculous. It's egregious. Just little things like yesterday with the Chicago Bears, uh, a Bears player made a fantastic play, and then he does a little karate kick just because he's celebrating, and then he gets a tonic penalty. Was that what it was, or did he just – it was because he started kind of walking towards the Pittsburgh bench, and he didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. Yeah, you know, I mean, come on. You know, these guys, obviously, you know, if you think about it, you you make an exciting play, and you're going to celebrate somehow. You know, it's hard to just suddenly put the brakes on and, and you know have no 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 excitement. In fact, I remember back in the '60s. Uh, in fact, this is probably the first time I, I can really remember. Um, you guys probably don't remember Elmo Wright, who played for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he's the guy who, when he'd make a touchdown, he'd he'd do his legs, knees up and down like this, and then he'd spike the ball. Nobody, I don't think anybody had ever spiked the ball before, and I don't know if they started calling penalties on him for that to begin with, and. Later on, they finally said, okay, you know, yeah, you can celebrate. It's kind of exciting. But, you know, to try to take all the celebration, what is it? Uh, no fun league, right? That's what they call the NFL. <laughs> yeah, no fun league. And it's, it's funny because you got coaches like Nick Saban and Bill Belichick that are telling their players, you've worked so hard to get this success in a game, you should be able to celebrate it. And if Bill Belichick is saying these oh, things. Oh, is that right? Yeah, wow. You should be able to do it. Yeah, I guess there's a time. Maybe maybe what you do is you wait to get to your sideline and then jump up and down with your players. But, you know, who's going to do that? Excuse me. Hold on. I got to take composure of myself and then go ahead, go to the sidelines. And now let it all out. I'm so excited. Okay, guys, here's our second trivia question. NFL first. I reached a major milestone when I became the first quarterback to complete 400 seasons, 400 passes in a season. I led the league only three times in this category, but still was number three all time when I retired in 2000. Who am I? All right, I'll read it one more time. That's our trivia question. I reached a major milestone when I became the first quarterback to complete 400 passes in a season. I led the league only three times in this category, but was still number three all time when I retired in 2000. Who am I? All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Hey. 
Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Live life at the Mount View Hotel in Calistoga with poolside wine and music every afternoon at their vino and vinyl bar. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, enjoy dinner and a movie in their new outdoor theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel, a small boutique hotel where there's never large crowds, just beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distant space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years, mountviewhotel.com. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back to Sport Team Con 101. Edward Brown here along with F-P-A-G, F-P-J and uh, Russell Jackman. Okay, second trivia question. I reached a major milestone when I became the first quarterback to complete 400 passes in the season. I led the league only three times in this category, but still was number three all time when I retired in 2000. Who am I? Now, Russ, you said you have a guess? Yes. Go ahead. FP, you want to give it a shot? No, I was four years old. I don't even know. I don't even, when the year two thousand happened. By the way, old. that doesn't stop. Wait till he, you know, uncorks the guys the baseball trivia that goes. Yeah, back I do know the like baseball trivia. Really, baseball? Okay, because some might some baseball, baseball trivia, but it's not my fault. So <laughs> I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna guess Brett Favre. No, no, no. He no. played past the year two thousand. You retired um, in two thousand. Okay, so so here's a hint. There, there was a, a very famous 
playoff between the, the Bills and the Houston Oilers. And uh, Jim Kelly? Uh, no, okay. So when Jim Kelly had gotten hurt, Frank Wright came in and just took over. And Houston. I remember. Defense. I watched that. I know. Watched I, that game I, too. I was reading for Houston. And I kept going. I can't believe these defensive backs are just kind of allowing these these court these touchdowns. This is the playoffs, right? Uh, so uh, who now who was the quarterback for Houston? Warren Moon. Warren Moon. That's right. Oh, okay. And he was a great. Yeah, I remember watching that game and the announcers saying, "Oh, this game is over. Yeah. There's no way that that uh, B- Buffalo can come back." And that is what convinced me. To keep watching. Yeah. The yeah. announcers said, this game is over. It's You're never going to come back from this. I was it like, was, it you was know something what? crazy, like 30 out. to 3 by halftime. Yeah, it's 35 to 3, ridiculous. I think. Yeah. And I mean, it wasn't Warren's fault because he did well. It was Houston's defensive backs. It just totally just looked. And like Kelly crazy. went on, on fi- I mean, Craig went on fire. He was, uh, he, he, he was, he had one of the games of his life. He looked a lot like uh, uh, Colt McCoy. Against yeah. The 49ers you, you mean, you mean Fred, Fred, think, right? Yeah. He, um, who's now, I guess, what, Indianapolis's coach, right? So Frank, uh, yeah, if you watch the highlights of that, I mean, he just came out of nowhere and I think he threw four touchdowns like really quickly. It was just, it was incredible. Best comeback ever, I think. Okay, uh, so Monday night, uh, uh, our hometown, uh, Steph Curry, gee, he only scored 50 points, and he's 33 years old, but uh, if you look at him, he looks like he's kind of getting bigger and stronger. Um, how, how many more years do you think he's got? He looks like he, like, like LeBron, you know, he just kind of kept getting better and better as he aged. What do you think? You know, it's funny that you bring this up, Edward, because I was thinking about this last night. 33 years old now I think he's probably got two or three more years of his prime before it starts to really decline and then maybe he becomes a bench player if he wants to or or I I would imagine Steph Curry is such a legend though he's going to go out on his own terms and he's going to retire when he knows there's a a decline to start but what's really interesting is he's got averaging 27.6 points per game right now and he's certain 38% from three, which is actually some of the lowest three-point percentage shooting in his career. So he's actually driving to the paint a lot more, <laughs> which is wow. just absurd. And as you get older, don't you kind of kind of stay away from uh, the he paint? Did shoot, he did shoot 19 three-point shots last night. He so, did. yes, he is putting it on the floor, but 19 three-point shots is not exactly shy from beyond the arc. How, uh, how many did he make? Uh, I think he made well he had 50 points last night so I think he made nine out of those 19 yeah I believe it was nine right what's really interesting though is like technology of course and how it's it's developing and I don't know if you guys called saw the story about Steph Curry and how he's using technology to make the perfect three so this entire I was gonna bring that up FP that's actually really interesting yeah I totally checked that out and it's amazing when they said that they don't count baskets in practice for him if he hits the rim or doesn't get it right through as a swish. He doesn't count that as a basket. Yeah, so they have this technology that if it doesn't go right in the center of the hoop and doesn't have a perfect swish, it doesn't count as a three in in the practice. So he's been using precise, as precise can get, precision on his three-point shooting to try to make it better. And so far it's not good, but a lot of people are also talking about the NBA ball being different too and affecting shooters as well. Interesting. Well, I remember hearing, this is going back probably 20 years, 
there was a study done as to the perfect arc, right? Because there's some guys, and in fact, even when you see him like at the free throw line, can't remember who, who I was thinking of, who he just kind of like throws a line drive. And it's like, that's a terrible way to, to make a free throw. You know, you have to have a, like this great arc so that it goes mm -hmm. right through the, the middle and then you have a little bit more chance to, to rattle it anyway. Um, so you know who had the perfect arc in basketball, in my opinion? Larry Bird. No, Chris Mullen. Oh, Chris yeah. Mullen yeah. had the parabolic shot that just yeah. would come, would just go right through the bottom of the basket just about every time he shot. He never used the rim either. He was one guy that would just manage to plink stuff because he was so accurate. And the only guy I can think of now that's that way is Curry because he just absolutely is a perfectionist. That's why I think he's going to be able to play into, you know, his late 30s, late 30s yeah. because he will eventually just be able to stand out from the outside and let the young guys do the driving. Uh, you see yeah. a guy like Poole now, yeah. you know, becoming more of a factor in the scoring for the, the Warriors. And Curry doesn't have the pressure to have to, you know, score 50 points a game, but he can when he needs to. Well, they I just think about, I just think about, sorry to interrupt you, Edward. I just think about him and how physical he is when he drives to the hole and he always falls down and he's yeah. a little bit injury prone. Yeah. And those injuries are just going to keep on piling up as he gets older. Well, that's, that's like the same style of basketball that he plays now. So that's you know, what I, I hasn't really been hurt by any of those things. I mean, not for, you know, a number of games. He had the, 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 the hand injury and of course the ankle injury, but it hasn't really come from his driving so much as it is, you know, guys whacking him as anywhere he, he plays, just, you know, to turn an ankle. Um, yeah, in yes. fact, I wonder if they're going to change the rules for him, you know, to say, listen, if you don't swish it, we're going to take that three point away. Um, <laughs> make it fair. That's it. You know, what? I'm, I'm still I think what would be kind of cool is uh, we talked about this a couple of years ago. They I think they should have a four point play. I mean, forget getting fouled on a three point, but a, a four point shot, you know, and just make it again. You make it an extra amount from beyond the arc which, you know, he can hit no problem, but it just, I think it just adds a little more excitement to the game because you, know, you get a little too close in the, in the uh, score and that four points, you know, you make a couple of those and that could really change the game. It could. Why not? Let's do it. I think yeah. they did it in uh, Ice Cube's 3v3 league. So. Good, good point. Good point. Um, hey guys, uh, Ben Simmons saga. What's it? Uh, so what's the, I mean, it sounds like it's all this mental thing, and it's like that's a great way to kind of, uh, you know, hey, I, I can't. Who's been, who is who's Ben Simmons? Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have I'm, to. Get, I, I'm kidding, but it's the. We have to get into the sports econ of it, though. He's getting fined three hundred sixty thousand dollars per game he misses. Wow. Three hundred sixty thousand. So think about all the problems you might have because of money. And this guy is throwing away 360000 per game to just have a petty war with the 76ers. Crazy. And he's ruined his trade value. I mean, yeah. a lot of teams now are scared off of trying to pick up a guy who has such a bad attitude problem. As a Warriors fan, I thought, you know, in the offseason, he might make a great addition to the Warriors. But now, A, they don't need him. And B, I don't think they want someone that's so poisonous in the uh, in the locker room, even though you're talking about a number one overall pick and a guy who's been a defensive all-teamer and an all-star. 
Well, again, you know, it's like the Odell yeah, Beckham no thing. Trade value. Yeah. yeah, he has no value, even though he's accomplished all those things. Again, it's these young guys. They just, you know, they sort of think they're invincible and, you know, they're they're invaluable. Um, well, listen, th- this this day and age with technology, you're you're primed up to be the greatest thing ever. You have coaches in your ear telling you how good you are your entire life. You have your parents telling you how good you are in your entire life. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. And finally, when it happens, it happens at the top level because you, you've excelled. We have a culture that teaches to coddle people, and that's just how it is right now. And then social media happens and you post your highlights and people like it. And it's very self-fulfilling. It's, it's gratification instantly. And you're like, oh, wow, I'm really good. I'm like this person. I'm, I'm God, essentially. Yeah. And you're seeing this a lot with young athletes. And you have to treat these athletes a lot differently now. And the first sign of adversity happens, they crumble. And we're seeing it through every single sport right now. And it's just how it is these days. So how do you fix that? I don't know. But go back to rumor to the parents and how they're raised yeah, how the yes. parents raise them i mean yeah, yeah if you think about 75 years ago you know the, the new a new player comes on the team and they, they you know they they make you do stuff that's sort of like you know the, the freshman on the team type of thing exactly uh, that just doesn't happen anymore there's no hazing there's there's no yeah. you know fun hazing not the yeah yeah i know bad, bad kind yeah. but i mean the, the rumors are like the celtics are interested you think okay. it's going to be better in boston no chance. No way. No, you'd have to go to like Oklahoma City or maybe Charlotte or yeah, I don't know. Even then, even then, this is the National Basketball Association. This is like the the big leagues. This is it. And you it's, be it's able funny. To, you know, it, it circles around a little bit back to the Aaron Rodgers discussion, where you said you know Aaron Rodgers has this pass where you know he could possibly have infected hundreds of people and maybe even people wind up dying from his actions yet you know everyone says he's welcome to come back as soon as his uh it's covid time you know uh, uh suspension is over but a guy like ben simmons won't take a shot in a fourth quarter in a playoff game and he's absolute poison and no one wants to touch him so it yeah, is really I don't think- interesting I don't think he has a golden ticket like Aaron Rodgers. When I think of the no, NBA, he doesn't. No way. Yeah, and who has the golden no. ticket in the NBA? That's LeBron. LeBron obviously, sure. LeBron can do no and wrong. Steph. Do anything and Steph, I think. I remember. Like Steph Curry. Uh, I remember Bruce McGowan telling us a story about this. I can't remember which player it was, but it was a. Uh, it was the coach was. It was during practice, and the coach was trying to tell this player, you know, what to do, and the player just looked at him. and He says, "I'm not listening to you." He goes, "You're going to be gone in a week." <laughs> And sure enough, the coach was gone in a week. So those players, that's when players started to have a little bit more power. Um, I think it's kind of scary when, you know, your employees can tell other employees, you know, what to do. Well, think of, think about this from an organizational structure, sports econ 101, right? Yes. You have the coach that's making what, uh, like a a good high level coach. The NBA is making like a million or two a year. Right. And then you have anymore. Now they're more like four or five. Yeah, I think they're, they're, they're oh, earning around four, 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 but go ahead. Four or five, okay. Compared to NBA players that are making what? Like 20 million? 20. Yeah, yeah. Which is yes. If you look at every single sport, the coaches typically make far less money than the players. So as coaching staff, or as the players rather, why would you why would you listen to coaching staff besides getting playing time? That's pretty much it. 
That's it. Well, I also like Jordan. in business, the, the guys who make the most money is sales. So when I was doing a lot of insurance work, we, were, we I knew guys who were making a million a year selling insurance and the CEO was probably making 200,000 a year and he was the boss. It just, yep. that's the way it happens. Hey guys, we're going to move Michael on to Jordan our- sort of set the, the pace when he didn't like Doug Collins and got him fired for yeah. Bill Jackson. Yeah. You know, that is sort of, and because that was so successful, a lot of teams have turned around and said, well, it worked for Michael Jordan and pleasing Michael Jordan, you know, got them six championships. Yeah. You know, we got to please our star too and put whatever coach we want, he wants in, you know, and in that sense, the star player is more like the GM than the GM is. That's true. Okay. Hey, going to go to our third trivia question here. Which running back was the first to run for 20 plus rushing touchdowns? I assume we mean in a season. All right. That's our trivia question. Stay with us. Sport Econ 101. I'll be right back with some closing comments. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackson. Uh, question, guys. Which running back was the first to run for 20-plus rushing touchdowns? I'm going to guess LT, Ladanian Tomlinson. Mm, no. Uh, I'll no, give you a hint. I, I'm going to go back further. He was a that. Washington um, Redskin. Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> was it Riggins? It was. John Riggins, yeah. Wow. Thank you. I needed the hint. I needed the hint. Though. You know what's really sad, guys? I, I can't even put faces to these names. I really don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, he, it's funny. He was he was good. He only he had like the the big one was when he in the Super Bowl when he just ran over the watch the uh, Dolphins in the Super Bowl. But other than that, it's like, yeah, I mean, he had he had a good career. He was kind of a cowboy type guy. Like uh, uh, who was the one for the for the uh, Cowboys uh, many years ago? Uh, you did two Is in the back. <laughs> Which I well, no with uh, with uh, Roger Staubach, Emmett Smith, uh, Emmett, no, no, uh, no, no, way, way, way back. All right, guys. Well, I'll think about that. Um, but uh, here's our here's our thoughts for the day. What do you call a caveman who walks about aimlessly? FP. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, a Cro-Mag. Not Neanderthal. Neanderthal. And uh, what's the difference between ignorance and apathy? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't care. Can't, I don't care. <laughs> All right, there we go. We got a smile out of FP. Okay, that's that's the objective, is to get a smile out of FP. All right, one of us. <laughs> and uh, since Russell's calling in, we, we can't see if he's laughing or can't see a smile, but uh, we'll trust that it's there. All right, guys, tune in, audience. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Adios. So long. So long.